Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's C. Sparky, 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time out with our guy Pete Doherty from the Green Bay Press-Gazette to talk about a Packers victory over the Minnesota Vikings 41-17 as we broadcast live from the Wendy's studios. Don't forget when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Get yourself a free Frosty after each and every Bucks win at participating Wisconsin Wendy's. And I guess my first question is, what was the most surprising aspect of that blowout victory for the Packers for you, Pete Doherty? Uh, just that they shut down Jefferson and that whole offense. I went into the game thinking, sure, maybe they can limit Jefferson, but then they're going to get torched by, you know, Hawkinson and Thielen and Cook. But uh, they did both. They shut down Jefferson, almost shut him out, and the other guys didn't do any damage or didn't do much damage, at least until. You know, the game was out of hand. What was it, forty-one to three or whatever it was in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, it was, it was brutal. That's, I guess, that's what surprised me more than anything. See, and and for me, it was the fact that not only did you get the special teams score, but then you follow up with the defensive score with a guy that you know catches the deflection, grant you, and Savage, who was just benched a couple of weeks ago. I mean. Both of those guys, between Nixon and Savage, at the beginning of the year, neither one did we anybody think was going to play pivotal roles in this team going into the playoffs later in the year. Nixon, they signed him as a special teams guy, but not as, you know, he was you know, maybe a return guy, but they got him because he was a gunner and a kick cover guy. And now he's leading the league in kickoff return yards and return average on kickoffs. So um, both of those guys, kind of halfway through the year, came out of nowhere, and they're probably the two biggest reasons why, you know, this season, why the Packers have reclaimed their season down the stretch. Nixon has seven, this is from Field Yates, Nixon has seven straight games with at least 90 total kickoff return yards. That's the longest streak in the NFL since 2000. 
Uh, and again, I don't think anybody saw that coming, as we just talked about. The The other part of this, too, is a change in approach by Brian Gutekunst this offseason by going out and finally spending money on a real special teams coordinator in Rich Basaccia, but then also changing his philosophy on how he fills out the roster. In previous years under him and Ted, it was just trying to find the best DB or the best linebacker to be the second or third a guy on the depth chart, and this offseason, he listened to Basaccia and got players that Rich wanted to help the special teams unit, and it's paid off. Yeah, they picked up, if you remember right, they uh, they picked up Rudy Ford after final cuts, right. and that was strictly that was strictly a special teams, you know, kick and punt cover move, and he's ended up playing for him too, so they got him, Nixon, that's the reason he was on the roster to start the season, even though he became their nickel guy by halfway through or a little farther through and Dallin Levitt, um, you know, as the, as a special teams guy, that's all he does. I don't know if he's played a snap on defense other than, and maybe a blowout. Um, so that's at least three roster spots where, you know, that was probably zero roster spots in most seasons and maybe one at the most. And I wonder even if you could count, uh, you know, Tariq Carpenter, the one their seventh round, one of their seventh round draft picks. You know, from what I've been told from people around the league, you know, most teams in the league saw him as, you know, that was going to be his thing with special teams. So he might have been a, there might be a draft pick there that that was based more on that this guy was a special teamer more than you know what what kind of safety he was. And, you know, that's fine. Jared Bush made a career uh, out of being an unbelievable special teams player. Then if you go past that and you talk about, you know, in-season pickups, hey, man, this Justin Hollins kid has worked out real nicely for the Green Bay Packers at linebacker. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're not going to find a great rusher in midseason like that, but he's he's been okay. I mean, he's their, I don't know, he's basically their third guy now with Gary out, right? Right. You know, I didn't see it last night, but somebody, uh, somebody who was at the game, I can't remember who tweeted out, you know, because he had that bull rush for a sack. Right. That that was one of the few plays where Jefferson broke free, and he was probably going to be open for you know a pretty good chance at a touchdown, but the sack, you know, just turned it wow. and made it a nothing. You know, yeah. So it, that, I mean, plays like that when you games. Yeah, no doubt. It absolutely does. The other thing that I think everybody's been harping on all year long has been safety play and and how they're going to have to uh, fix that position come the offseason. And here comes Adrian Amos, probably has his best game of the season. Yeah, he's um, that'll be interesting to see how you know whether they resign him or not because you know you don't even though he he did he had a really good game. You know you can't make decisions like that based on just one game at the end of the year. And he's a 30-year-old guy or going to be a 30-year-old guy. And so, you know, that's pretty old for a defensive back in the league. So i um, curious how that turns out, but he's a rock-solid veteran guy. And, you know, Savage, I, it was hard not to wonder if he was a lost cause, you know, a couple of weeks ago with just how poorly the season had gone for him. Seemed like he was pretty solid last night. He's under contract for next year guaranteed because of the fifth-year option. So he's, you know, they're – they're stuck with them, you know, whether they like it or not, but maybe, you know, maybe he's back. It looks like he's going to be back as a starter now. So maybe, you know, maybe he is, he wasn't a lost cause, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll know more next October, November, but uh, you know, things just change on a dime all the time in this league. What you think, you know, one week, four weeks later, you might think the exact opposite, you know?
And the one thing that we've talked about on Curtin Long, our podcast that Ryan Horvath and I do, uh, we brought up last week, I started talking about, hey, is Joe Barry going to save his job here? Because I think everybody thought Joe Barry was going to be out of his job at the end of the year. They had to get another defensive coordinator. But now all of a sudden, with this team creating turnovers at a, a rather high level here the last three or four weeks, if this continues and they make the playoffs, make a little bit of a run in the playoffs, I, I don't think Joe Barry's going to be out of the job. I think Joe Barry's back again next year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought... I was thinking, you know, during that losing streak, man, they really need to make a change there. They, and I'm, I've never been a big advocate of in-season changes because they rarely work. But I was thinking, you just, you got to make a change there just to send a message. And right now, if I had to lay down a bet, I'm betting he's back next year. Now, if they come out next week and have a, just a terrible defensive performance and get beat, maybe that changes things again. I, that's why it's just a. Uh, it's such a week-to-week league, and it, you know your your opinions on everything can change so quickly. But I, I'd agree with you. I, I'm inclined to think, based on how Lafleur has been in the past and what what they've done in the last you know few weeks, I'm inclined to think Barry will be back next year. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I mean, you're around this team far more obviously uh, than the rest of us are. Uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers talked about in the post-game presser. Uh, about how he's been asked to be, you know, a different type of a leader and take on more of that role this year than maybe he has been in the past in, in handling things correctly, maybe not being as emotional or whatever the case may be. Have you noticed anything different uh, with Aaron over the course of this year versus past? You know, I guess less so from the past than just from earlier in the year. I mean, I thought for the first half of the season and some of those games, you know, when they're in the midst of that losing streak, I mean, I thought he looked borderline miserable out there a lot. You know, he was just looking like he was angry all the time and, you know, things were going badly. And I, it does look like ever since, you know, going back to maybe the Dallas game, you know, they lost a couple of games after that. But, you know, that there's been more fist pumping and, 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 you know, there's still some of the plays where, you know, you can tell he's upset with somebody. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't hide it. Um, but it does seem like there's been just more of the, like he's feeling better about things. And when they, when they hit a big play, you know, he's looking over at the bench and, and fist pumping or pointing at somebody. And so it does seem at least just watching him without being able to hear what he's saying or doing, just watching him, it, it does appear as though his approach has changed just from, you know, two months ago. Everybody wants to talk about is Aaron Rodgers going to be back next year or not. I keep saying there's fifty some million dollar reason of why he is going to be back. But as you watch him in these post game pressers and these midweek pressers, and you hear him talk and kind of kind of read his body language a little bit, I think I'm just more and more convinced that he is definitely back next year. Not maybe he plays longer than that because I think he's starting to see really what this team might be going forward and what these young receivers are like and, and what he's surrounded by and that offensive line and some of the depth that they have there, even though Bakhtiari, you don't know week to week if he's going to play. But but for the most part, Zach Tom comes in and steps in and plays. I, I think he's here for a while. What do, What's your sense on Rodgers? So I, I never thought there was – I mean, there was, of course, there's always the chance that he was going to retire. I never thought that there was much of a chance – because who's going to walk away from fifty-eight million dollars exactly. guaranteed? I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of money. I, who's going to who's going to walk away from that? I just no way. The thing I wondered was, and what I was wondering when they were four and eight was, is it going to be with the? Is he coming back with the Packers? Or are they going to trade him? And 
You know, you, you especially if it depends in part on what they think of Love and how ready they think he is, or you know, if they think with Rodgers next year, can they are they legit Super Bowl run? You know, contender again. And I think that was really in doubt five weeks ago. And the way they played lately, it's probably not just Rodgers. I mean, obviously it's caught his attention. I'm sure the Brian Gutekunst too. They have to feel good about. You know, with that, with Watson and Dobbs, they got they got a lot going at receiver all of a sudden. You know, they got the two good running backs. Um, so I think they got something going on offense, and they could be a lot better on offense than they were for most of this year. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're betting, if, if I'm betting, I'm betting he's back next season. But again, you know, who knows how things might change if they go out and play poorly and lose next week. You think there's any chance if they win this thing, he retires? Going off as a champ like Elway, winning a Super Bowl and being like, that's good, I'm done. That's two, that's one more than Brett had, so I'm better than Brett. I'm not in the conversation with all these other quarterbacks that just have one ring and kind of go out on top. Yeah, that's the one circumstance where I could see him retiring after the season, barring you know, you know, know, some kind of catastrophic injury or whatever in this last game. But um, if they win it all... That's I, that could be the one thing where he'd maybe walk away from the fifty nine million is to walk away on top. Because he himself said in the post game that he hasn't played up to his standard necessarily consistently throughout the season. So it's not like he thinks he's playing at an MVP level. I think he uh, is understanding the level that he's playing at. But again, does that level change now that he's had a full year with these young wide receivers, and then he gets uh, another training camp because we know he's not going to OTAs. Uh, he gets another training camp with these young guys again, and then if they add a veteran wide receiver this offseason, uh, or if they add uh, a, a tight end, because I think they desperately need to find a tight end at this point if this is what Robert Tunyon is, uh, you know, does he look at all of that and go, I can get back to playing at an MVP level now that I'm kind of on the same page with these young kids again? Because that could be another motivating factor of just how good he, think he thinks he can be with what he has. Yeah, and there's I mean, it's and it's there's real talent there. I mean, Watson is a Stunned. really talented. He's a gazelle out yep. there. I mean, it's incredible that graceful stride and how tall he is. And I I still think Romeo Dobbs is a really talented receiver who, you know, Watson's going to get the big plays and you know have the really high average per uh, yards per catch and all that. I could see Dobbs racking up a ton of receptions though. He's kind of a more of a complete guy. You know, he can do a lot of the routes, and I, you know, I think they really have something going there talent-wise with those two guys. Follow Pete Doherty on Twitter at Pete Doherty. Of course, uh, covers the Packers uh, for the Green Bay Press Gazette. One last thing for you, because I'm not going to talk to you again the rest of the week. Do you think they get this thing done against the Lions? Well, yeah. I mean, I you know, we got to do picks every week, you know, for the for the for PackersNews.com, and I picked them the last two you know i picked them to lose the last two oh and it's like it's like okay fine i give up i'm picking them to win this no 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 (laughs) do not do that no you pick them to lose again don't mess with this you've been wrong two weeks in a row you pick them to lose and say i'm doing it for the good of the packer nation don't pick them to win because then if they lose they're gonna be like oh pete this is all your fault don't do it no pick (laughs) the lions to win yeah no pick the lions please for the love of god pick the lions Oh no, I can't do that. I got to do what I think is going to happen. I, it is funny though, but uh, they played they played two good games and they played six really good quarters of defense. Um, but you know what? The Lions are a dangerous team. They and are. 
and uh, they you could tell they've really taken to their coach, and they exhibit a lot of his toughness and scrappiness and all that. And I think this could be a, a really interesting game. And I'm just curious to see. We I guess we'll find out tonight whether it's going to be on uh, Sunday afternoon or Sunday night. He is Pete Doherty, Green Bay Press Gazette. Follow him on Twitter at Pete Doherty. Pete, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me, Sparky. Don't forget, for all the interviews I do on 1250 AM The Fan, you can download and listen to them for free on your Odyssey app or go to 1250amthefan.com. Do Packer interviews every week, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, Marquette, all teams covered. All you have to do is go to 1250amthefan.com or, again, just check your fan on demand every day on your Odyssey app or your best Brewers coverage, best Packers coverage, best Bucks coverage, whatever the case may be, best college sports coverage. Plus, we do our podcasts uh, throughout the week as well. Kurt and Long, Ryan Horvath of BetMGM Tonight and myself. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays we record, and then it gets uh, uploaded at 5 p.m. Central Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays to listen to, and then the separate cuts and stuff go up the next morning. And then we also have Green and Growing talking Bucks basketball, myself and Nathan Marzian. We record those on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those get posted on Wednesday and Friday mornings, wherever you download your uh, your favorite podcast. Have a good one. Happy New Year, everyone. Toodles. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.